This show is about sexual awareness and contains language which is meant for above 18s. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of The Orgasm Coach. I am your host Michael Charming and I am ready. What about you who are listening to this? Are you ready friends? Are you ready to turn on your life and amplify your orgasm because it's time. It's time to increase your happiness. It's time to have more pleasure and experience those juicy, nourishing and expansive orgasms because it's time. It's time to deepen your relationship, your connection and get your desires fulfilled. If you are ready to let go of shame and take the next step, if you are ready to take your relationship and sex to the next level, if you are ready to have more connection, intimacy and abundance of love, then it's time to amplify it with the orgasm coach. Hello dear listeners I hope you have been well over the past few weeks since we last connected through our previous episodes uh, one of them was vaginas vulvas and vibrators and the last one was orgasmic meditation a sexual practice that changed my life and lives of thousands of other people If you haven't listened to them yet do check them out you will find them very very informative I have been well and as you know we are almost coming towards the end of 2021 the last quarter we in the last quarter of 2021 things haven't of course worked out in the way as we would have wanted um, in the world but life still goes on we still goes on the show still goes on one of the things that I'm absolutely looking forward to in this last quarter is I don't think I've shared this before but I've been working on a book since february so that book is almost coming to completion it's a book about experiences of different women sharing about their lives their struggles their relationship and sexuality experiences and their tips for men on how they can take their relationship and sexuality to the next level i'm hoping to get this book published in coming months but definitely before the end of this year so you will hear a lot more about this in coming episodes and i am very very looking forward to bringing this out into the world it has been a very fascinating project since the completion of my previous project in february and i'm really looking forward to sharing with everyone in the world um, especially with men today's episode is going to be mind blowing are you ready have you fasten your seat belts because what's going to be shared today you may never have heard about this but there's going to be a lot of revelation something that we both women and men should know about should care about should share the learnings and experiences with others so here it goes today's guest is Freya Graf and we will be talking about a very important and a very interesting topic this is a topic that i absolutely love because this is the modality it is the healing modality which is often used as part of my work as you know i'm your host michael charming i am an orgasm coach sexual healer relationship expert author international speaker and a body worker body work is 
a modality it's a healing modality i haven't shared a lot about this modality yet and we do have episodes coming in future where we'll be talking a lot more so just to give a little bit of a insight there are two different kinds of sessions that i perform one is the emotional detox body work where the client has full clothes on and each session lasts between 2 to 4 hours and then there is another part of body work which is called the body dearmoring in which the client is completely naked from top to the bottom most of my clients generally tend to be women but sometimes i do work with men too so when i work with women the body work sessions generally last between 5 to 8 hours there are different aspects involved there is a consultation that happens in the beginning then there are different practices that we do uh, which aims at moving and shaking the body and activating different cells and energies within the body creating trust creating intimacy and then we move to the actual body work session where i am working on client's body so body work provides a lot of different benefits it helps to release emotional trauma any stuck energies numbness that may be existing in the body and if the client is up for it and um, has consented to the aspect of body work where i'm working on her genitals so that in the end of the body work session towards the end the about 60 to 90 minutes is spent where i actually work on clients um genitals if the client has consented and is interested in there's an aspect of body work towards the end of the session where about 60 to 90 minutes are spent on me working on client's genitals so in women's case it would be her yoni uh, um, or vagina or pussy as you as you may refer it um what we are looking at is helping to release many women have a lot of trauma stored within their genitals mainly maybe because of bad and rough sex bad experiences societal conditioning which has made her not embracing her that part of feminine so deeply or there may be different sort of emotional blockages um, physical dysfunctions if there are physical dysfunctions and of course she would need to go and speak and see the the specialist but if there are emotional blockages or if there is numbness that may have developed over the years then body work body dearmoring along with working on genitals has been very very transformative i will share about the experiences of a lot of different clients who have they've experienced in the coming episodes but for now this is just a small insight that when we work on the on different parts of yoni what we are doing is helping map what we call yoni mapping which helps to identify where are the places of pleasure and numbness and pain and then help them work through so that emotional trauma or stuck energy can be released and more pleasure can be activated and sexual energies can be activated so this is just a small brief insight and our today's guest Freya Graf is a yoni mapping therapist holistic sex educator and coach who has a passion for holistic health well-being and personal development this is one of the reasons why i said that i'm very excited about today's topic because yoni mapping is something that's one of my the most favorite topic but also it's the topic that most men are completely unaware of i think many women are also not aware of something existing like this and had i not been involved in body work as part of my journey in sexuality over the years i would have never come across something like this and so a little bit about uh, our today's guest she has a background of study in kahuna massage yoni massage facilitation child care yoga teaching tantric body work and sacred sexuality She works to inspire, educate and empower 
supporting the clients to cultivate a healthy relationship with their body and strengthen the connection to their sexuality. Some of the interesting facts about her is she loves making funny videos where she uses humor as a creativity outlet. I would say do check her Instagram account. Um, she also likes to make her own organic all natural skin and body care products and she's currently working on launching her own organic lube. Uh, one of the very important aspects of her personality is that she likes straight talking frank and is very shameless in her expression. She often swears and talk openly about all the things that most people don't dare to speak about. This can of course be very polarizing and some people may appreciate it while others may find it confronting. So please be aware that you may notice this aspect of her personality in today's episode. She loves gardening, growing her own food and she used to sing and dance in live bands. Currently, she has been working on confronting her fears and expanding herself. In today's episode, as I mentioned, we'll be talking about the yoni mapping therapy and the benefits that this offer to women. She would also be sharing about her life experiences and situations that led her to become the therapist, educator and a coach. She will share the negative and limiting sexual beliefs and insecurities which she carried throughout her life until this journey of transformation began. She'll be giving insights on how working on the neural pathways within women's journey or vagina as you may refer and the pelvic flow can help release emotional trauma or can help deal with numbness and provide pleasures and orgasms. As we are going through COVID restrictions, so one of the questions is how can one benefit through this healing modality in spite of COVID restrictions? So she will share that as well. She will also share the tips on how women can actually work on mapping their own journey. So oh, this sounds really, really very interesting and exciting. I can't wait to get this episode started. So without further ado, let's welcome our guest. Hi Freya. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on the show, taking your time out. I think this is our really first big conversation uh, where we get to know each other. <laughs> Amazing. Me too. Thanks for having me. You mentioned you are currently residing in Western Australia. That's right. I actually grew up in Victoria, but I've just recently, a few months ago, moved to Western Australia. So yeah, it's a bit of a change, but it's beautiful over here. So I'm settling in nicely. Nice. I've, I've never been to Australia and that's something, one of the places I do like want to go, but it's like way too far out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's getting getting pretty tricky now with the COVID situation. So who knows when you'll make it over here, but I hope you do because there's a lot to love. I know a very little bit about yourself. Um, I know you're a um, journey mapping therapist, you're a holistic sex educator and a coach. Tell me about yourself, who you are as a person, uh, what do you do? Well, I guess, I mean, I suppose a bit about my story and how I came to be doing this work might be the most relevant. Um, and basically, I I found myself on the path towards doing this sort of work because I was doing it on myself first. So I started in the realm of personal development work and just working on some of my, I guess, my childhood trauma and my limiting beliefs and my shit. And then eventually realized that there was a lot to be uncovered when it came to sexuality. And um, 
I just had so much, I guess I had a lot of trauma and shame and pretty negative belief systems around sexuality and my body and my sexual expression. And so when I started doing personal development work and really shifting my mindset around a lot of other things, it became apparent that I couldn't keep ignoring the sex piece of that puzzle and I kind of got up the courage to start looking at that for myself personally and, and doing the work. I kind of tackled it from a tantric perspective and got involved in a lot of the sacred sexuality based trainings and communities and then after a few years of doing the work for myself and realizing what a huge game changer it was to learn and grow and shed a lot of the shame and the the trauma and the crappy attitudes towards my own body and my own sexuality yeah it was just so powerful and it was so life-changing and I just thought fuck I can totally do this for other people if I can do it then anyone can do it I know that's cliche expression but I, I honestly was just like oh my goodness this has been huge for me so rewarding so nourishing so fascinating and I move in the world in a completely different way now that I've like started unpacking all of my own sexual trauma and um, learning about sexuality in my body. So I just started getting really passionate about spreading that word and teaching other people and facilitating other people through this work and sort of started with tantric body work for men and women and then got more into working with women through yoni mapping therapy and then have evolved to be doing a lot more education and coaching in the realm of sexuality as well. So I guess I came at it from my own, doing my own work and healing some of my own stuff and then realising that it was such a valuable thing and I actually just became really passionate about it and about helping other people in this area. So now I find myself doing that as my as my career and I feel like it's really, I don't want to say my calling because I feel like I've got a lot of things that are my calling in this one lifetime. But, yeah, it's definitely something that I have a gift in and I, I, I just feel like it's such an honour and a privilege to be able to work with people around this stuff because, yeah, it is it is a delicate and sensitive and often taboo topic um, but it's so special to to help hold space for people and help educate people so that they can feel more empowered and more confident and comfortable and self-loving around their bodies and sexuality yeah I mean as a fellow sex worker working within this field I personally would appreciate anybody who's actually doing this work because as you mentioned there is a path that we follow whether wanting to learn about our own self wanting to discover initially inquire what's happening where did all this thing came from and then eventually it leads to a place where if you're like oh my god there is so much in it and it's never been shared with us it's never been talked about it and then eventually it comes to a point where it's like, we want to do, we want to help other people out. We want to create that difference because what we have got, if we have got that very early in our life, it would have been, it would have made such a massive difference. Totally. Mm. You mentioned that you had some of the negative sexual beliefs. Will you be able to share a couple of them? Like what were they relating to? What kind of beliefs did you have? Um, mm, yeah, I suppose it was pretty classic the classic ones around sex being dirty or shameful or embarrassing and bodies being genitals being gross or disgusting or repulsive like I found that I was seeing my own body as 
quite disgusting or shameful. I found that I was, I felt like my sexual expression and being vocal or verbal or making any noise or even heavy breathing when I was having pleasure, I was suppressing that because I was ashamed or embarrassed about my own pleasure. And I didn't want to be seen to be expressing that. And I think that just came from a really deep seated conditioned shame that a lot of us grow up with. And then there was stuff around just my body not being the way that I, that society had led me to believe was beautiful or sexy. You know, I was so, so cripplingly self-conscious around my body and I didn't feel comfortable being naked in front of partners or letting them touch me in certain places because I was so self-conscious and so self-loathing about the way that my body was. I just didn't feel like it was okay or it was sexy or it was beautiful. I was very embarrassed and ashamed of my own body. And then I also had some interesting beliefs around or like attitudes around certain sexual acts and like what they meant. So I thought me giving oral sex to a man was really disempowering and degrading to me. Like I thought it was this dirty, disgusting thing and that that I was going to be disempowered by that rather than it being this beautiful gift and act of love and connection. And I thought that like even certain sexual positions, I wouldn't do them. I thought doggy style or anything from behind was degrading. I just had all of these really interesting attitudes to things and ideas about things sexually that now I realize yeah, weren't helpful and were very limiting and also just came from a really misguided place and probably was a result of the cultural conditioning, the media and things like that and also just feeling like men were only there for one thing and I needed to have really firm boundaries in order to stop them from taking that from me or I guess, using me for their own sexual gratification. So it was an interesting, it's almost like I didn't I didn't see sex as a loving, vulnerable thing that you can share and, and connect in a deep place of intimacy with. It was more like this thing that you just did for the guy and it was degrading or disempowering or meant that you were slutty or so I think yeah there's a lot there was a lot to unpack and a lot of things that I had to overcome and find a new way of looking at and understanding but I'm so glad I did because it was really no way to live the way that I used to see things and feel about sex was not fun (laughs) yeah I mean thank you for sharing all these I can only imagine how difficult it might have been to actually start working on these pieces. Sexuality, what I I call sexuality is like a Pandora box, right? So it all looks nice and good from the outside. But once we start kind of diving into it, then we realize, oh my God, there is so much there that (laughs) that we are just being holding either from our parental uh, upbringing or from, as you mentioned, through societal conditioning or media or my own past bad experiences. And that has just let me leading and believing in a certain way. So you've done a good amount of personal development work. How many years would you say, just on an average, like how much time would you say you've, you've been in this journey working and uh, working through and um, empowering people now? Hmm. Uh, I probably did about four years of 
uh, personal development work on myself before I started training to become a practitioner. Mm -hmm. And then I've been a practitioner for about five years now. And I just see it as like a never ending journey. Like the personal development work (laughs) never, ever ends. (laughs) Before I got into this personal development work, I used to be an adventurer traveler. So traveling is is a very addictive hobby. Um, you spend a lot of money <laughs> and it's like it's, it's an addiction like you want to go you want to travel new new places um, and when I started doing my journey of orgasm and looking inwards I realized that this personal development work is also a very addictive journey it's, it's, it's like it's a one-way path there is no stopping <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is nobody yeah, tells absolutely you, nobody tells that there's going to be a one-way path <laughs> yeah totally I know and it is so addictive like I used to I became a bit of a personal development junkie for a while there and I just had to actually have a break from going to all the workshops and the trainings and because yeah it's it's pretty addictive and once you realize that you can start shifting your own beliefs and leveling up as a human and just you are in control of your reality you are in control of your mindset it's like whoa oh my god what else can I do how else can I yeah and and it and when we shift those beliefs, um, not only our relationship with others get better, uh, our relationship with ourselves, it just takes to the new new level. It's like we become a new person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned about your, you do uni mapping therapy. Could you tell us what does it actually mean and how does it actually work? Yeah, good question. So yoni mapping therapy is a holistic healing modality. It's a very... There are other similar things like yoni massage and different practitioners will work in different ways. But the one that I practice, yoni mapping therapy, is registered and accredited modality that is recognized by the IICT. And the woman who created the modality really wanted to make it legitimate in that way because, as you would know, like it's quite a, um, it can be a murky or unregulated realm this sort of sexuality based body work and genital massage and things so it was really important to her and to us who trained in the modality to have a um a real framework and very stringent training and be able to register as a practitioner just so that people can really trust really trust us and the modality and is cool because it involves a combination of a whole lot of she sort of cherry picked a whole lot of elements from different modalities and her background in tantra and gestalt therapy and different forms of bodywork and sexological bodywork and things and rolled it all into this one modality and basically what happens in each session so each session is 3 hours long and it starts off with a pot of tea i share Um, with the woman as we have a chat so we're just having a talk I'm getting her sexual history and a bit of background on her and what struggles she might have that are relevant I use this time to give a whole bunch of sex education do a bit of sex coaching and basically just work with whatever comes up in that session that that will be most helpful for her and then all the while we're kind of building a bit of trust and rapport helping her feel really safe and comfortable as we move towards the body work and then I do a full body massage I use kahuna massage it's my 
go-to style of massage and then do a bit of breast massage, uh, therapeutic abdominal massage and some pelvic work. And then I'll do an external yoni massage just of the, the vulva. And then if she's feeling ready and comfortable and safe, we'll move towards the internal work and I do internal vaginal massage and mapping as well. So that's kind of how a session runs. Everything, um, it's always different depending on the individual and whether we've had a few sessions together or whether it's our first session. But basically the modality includes a combination of talk therapy and coaching and also the body work. And I'll also send an email with a bunch of home play practices and resources that are relevant to her so that she can carry on the work at home and feel supported to integrate what we've done in the session in her real life. Yeah, I feel so happy in hearing um, that your uni mapping therapy that you have um, trained in you have been trained in is is accredited because um, mm. the body work that I learned here in London um, our teacher has been trying to get this um, accredited to a good organization but it hasn't been that easy so what yeah. it was able to do was only able to get uh, the close on body work as a sort of certification but he said there's going to be a lot of hard work to get a body work which is completely nude being certified and he said because hey basically what we're doing is we are it's kind of you're going against the norm against the normal you know mainstream mm-hmm. uh, work which is around medical science but also as you mentioned it's unregulated because it's very difficult to define the boundaries uh, every mm. person is different every everyone's experiences are different so the normal protocols of of having a certain set of procedures would not work uh, yes we would have an overall mm. overall context but still a lot of that is based on what's coming up during the session where the clients are at what's getting triggered and that's why it's very difficult to have a rigid framework the body work that i tend to do is um, generally about five to eight hours long and um, what you have wow yeah, what you have shared, um, um, I also follow a very similar process. So where we have like this consultation with a the client, then what I have is some sort of body-based uh, movement practices where it allows them to feel into their body, relax into it, then building trust. Um, women to women generally is much easier to build that trust. But I guess uh, mm. women, women to men uh, could be slightly difficult in the same way. I work a lot with women. So as a man, if they especially haven't known me, building that trust is, is an important aspect of this whole work. So there's a lot of different themes that we go around to help that build that connection that help them to feel at ease. And especially as you can imagine being naked in front of a stranger they've never met never seen it's not something that would come up very comfortably and then um, i have um, mm. um a mix of um tantra and massage like certain sort of massages where we're looking at different kind of emotions and energies which are being stuck in the body and once that is work that takes about good two to three hours and then we then i move to um, the genitals um, which is around the yoni massage and we also do yoni mapping um, but as you said you know it all depends on where the client is as sometimes they might say yes they're ready for it when they started the session they might be ready during the session and but when we actually get down there to work on the internal part some things might come up or the mind will be open and then you know so it's all based on sense and feeling and could you share a little bit about 
what does yoni mapping actually i guess we both of us are quite familiar with this term but a lot of listeners or people who are not into this they it would sound very strange for them so could you share a little bit about like how mm. does it actually work to actually map someone's genitals in women's case yoni and how what benefit does it actually bring for her Yeah, good question. Oh, firstly though, I just love that you spend so long in a session and recognize that it is completely like essential and so paramount that you have the time to build the trusted rapport with her because it is such a huge thing to ask someone to just be comfortable with letting a total stranger see them naked, touch their genitals, be inside their body. So it's really really amazing to hear that yeah, you are actually creating so much time and space. for that process that's awesome um so i guess with the mapping i see it as a there's a couple of elements to it like the mapping part is around like for me about creating um an awareness and i guess sh- a guided giving this woman a guided tour of her inter- internal landscape so there's a lot of areas inside the yoni that she will not be super familiar with and that might feel very foreign or she might you know not have had touched or massaged before and therefore they won't be you know particularly sensitive or have a lot of sensation there might even be areas of numbness or tension or where trauma and emotion is being stored that have kind of gone a bit asleep or gone offline and so because they're not being touched very often and because maybe there's been trauma that's stored there the brain sort of disconnects from that part and therefore there aren't very strong neural pathways to these places within the yoni you know like people might get touched in the maybe the G spot and the clitoris would be the most common and sort of regular things to be touched upon but then there's this entire pelvic bowl this whole space within the vagina all the walls and the back and that don't get a lot of focus or attention and so in the mapping we're kind of creating new neural pathways by touching upon these areas bringing our focus and attention to these different places inside the vagina and as we're doing that we're releasing tension we're potentially releasing some emotion or trauma or memory that might be stored there creating that tension or creating that numbness and all the while the brain is actually getting a better and better idea of what that space is like inside and creating new pathways to these places so i see the mapping as one me just like moving my way all the way around the yoni um I'll use a clock face as a I guess a point of reference so if the clitoris is 12 o'clock and the anus is 6 o'clock I can basically give the woman a rough idea of where I am in time and place like while my fingers inside her yoni and she she might go oh my gosh like where are you right now I just I don't really recognize that sensation or I can't feel you and I can say oh I'm just at 3 o'clock I'm just sort of pointing towards your left side and she can get a rough idea of where that is and then start creating that map in her mind. Um and so yeah, I'm working my way around and giving a thorough massage and we're also starting to map out for her brain some pleasure zones or some some areas that have I guess more sensation than others or maybe discover areas that have a lot of tension or a bit of pain or numbness and i guess it's about building the neural pathways and creating more 
body awareness and body literacy um, as we as we map our way around the inside of the vagina. And I also touch upon um, like anatomical parts, so pleasure anatomy. I'll, I'll describe what I'm doing and what I'm touching. So all of the bits and bobs in the of the vulva, I'll be saying now I'm massaging your outer labia on the right side and this is your inner labia on the left side and this is your clitoral hood and your clitoral shaft and internally this is where your g-spot is and this is your cervix and so I'm sort of giving her a bit of a guided tour as well it is very empowering isn't it when uh, she get to feel all these different places which had been numb or not really been um, turned around or activated before mm, and because yeah. if, if you think about this i mean this one of the things i really feel that is we we lack an education in this aspect to such an extent because Prior to coming into this work, when I was in a relationship with my partners, right, what I would do is, as a normal guy, yeah, we'll, we'll use our tongue, we'll use our fingers, we'll use our genital penis, et cetera, to basically arouse her. Uh, but our focus will be in a very few areas, which is more around clitoris, maybe lips, <laughs> and then we go straight into bang, 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 right? Not realizing that there is so <laughs> much more uh, which is inside that place, especially um, when we start going deeper to the area of cervix. And when women come and experience um, these kind of experiences, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that these places, that these existed in my life. Or sometimes, as you, as you mentioned, they have been so numb, but the, the feelings feel so strange um, that it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like, where am I? <laughs> what are you doing there <laughs> yeah and, and, yeah and, it's it's so empowering yeah and then and and then having them voiced out having voicing it out to them that's saying oh currently i am on the left hand side at this at this spot current then i'm moving slowly downwards that recreating or having an awareness of that neural pathway bringing towards that sensitive spot is what actually starts activating uh, the entire genital. What what are some of the experiences that you can share that your clients have experienced once they've gone through the uni mapping and therapy session with you? I mean, I hear a lot of comments, some, some things that people tend to say quite regularly after a session include stuff like, oh my God, why didn't I get taught this in school I wish I'd known this when I was younger like I want my partner to know this stuff everyone needs to experience this and then there's stuff around the the body work component where they end up um just saying how deeply relaxed and deeply connected to their body they feel and the fact that they feel so much more in tune and empowered and confident and I mean, I also just love there's I love hearing from clients when they email me or they ring me up and they go, oh, my God, I just had my first orgasm from the G-spot. I had my first <laughs> orgasm with a partner and I was finally able to let go. And I'm just like, oh, my God, my life is the best. This is awesome. Like um, and then there was, I suppose, my favorite one of my favorite little stories is about a client who came to me and she had a lot of a big history of sexual trauma and childhood sexual abuse and it was very very deep work that we did together over quite a while um and after our first session I remember the next time she came back she said 
oh, I just felt like Cleopatra. I felt like such a goddess. I felt so worshipped and nurtured and loved and special after our session. And I went home and I've got these towels, like bath towels, um, and I've had them for 20 years and they're really old and crusty and threadbare. And I use those ones for myself and I've got a really beautiful, plush, soft, brand new pair of towels that I have. I save them for guests and I never use them myself. And then I just realised I wasn't treating myself with as much love and respect as I would someone else. And I felt like such a goddess after this session with you that I went out and bought myself a brand new set of plush towels because I felt like I deserved it and I was finally worthy. And I just, oh, that brought tears to my eyes. I just thought that's so beautiful and that's exactly the effect that I want to have. I want people to feel just so much more self-love and worthiness and feel like a goddess. We will be right back. Hello, dear listeners. I hope you're enjoying this show so far. For more shows, please visit michaelcharming.com or look out for The Orgasm Coach. Um, do connect with us on Instagram. It's mc.theorgasmcoach. If you're interested in learning how to have more orgasms, then do check out my book, Amplify Your Orgasm, which is the book page on my website for more insights. This book is for both women and men and offer practical tips which can be applied in day-to-day life, whether you're alone or with your partner. If you're interested in learning about desires, want to let go of shame, have an emotional release or want to take your relationship to the next level, then do check out the courses on the website, michaelcharming.com. If you have any questions or for confidential conversations, please do reach out to us. We are here to help. And just on the side note, if you are interested in politics, if you have been someone who has experienced disconnection and conflicts from friends, families or even strangers due to conversations relating to politics, then do check out my book, What's Your Fucking Opinion? It's a self-help book that will allow you to understand the reasons why each of us behave differently whenever politics is mentioned and how we can avoid conflicts from happening. Visit the book page on my website for more information. If you ever expect to sit down with your friends or have a holiday dinner together with your family without considering a bloodshed, then you must read this book. Now back to the show. Thank you for staying with us. Self-love, I mean, that is, that's just a different whole concept altogether. It's, it's a very important um, and mm-hmm. that's something, again, I, I think it also comes down from the same, same thing of societal conditioning and you know how there's a lot of competition, even though we might not be doing it consciously but subconsciously there is this whole drive and that just makes us like oh shit we we don't love ourselves you know becoming considering considering ourselves unworthy and all of those things starts coming in and and there is a very direct link between feeling love for yourself and feeling orgasmic or feeling Mm -hmm. sexual you know embracing your sexuality because as a human being as a human body we there there is like every part of us is is what constitutes and makes us right so if we are disassociating with any single being of us and any single component that that means we are disassociating with with our own self you mentioned about the orgasms right i'm an orgasm coach and when i tell people that it's very easy to actually experience an orgasm a lot, lot of lot of women who haven't experienced orgasm for like 
in their life or they have an experience for a long time they're like what are you talking about like i have such a big difficulty <laughs> you know it's like i said hold on let me, <laughs> let me let me let me break it down to the basic specifics right and then i come down to the anatomy level that in order to experience an orgasm you need you need blood flow you need your genitals right and then you need a breath and all of that stuff of course if there are physical dysfunctions um, um or there is an emotional blockage or you know like a depression etc then of course there are certain those aspects that needs to be worked on but what I'm saying is that it's not that difficult because our bodies are designed to feel orgasmic right and um and mm. yoni mapping or these kind of modalities are one of the best ways because uh what we are doing is we are turning on the switch of these places it's like if you want to go and into into a room and we want to just like we switch on the light and then we suddenly experience whatever is present there in the same way by spending good amount of time through a therapist like yourself or me or by doing it themselves or with your partner but giving them full attention and focus and love and then letting it come whatever needs to come from there is what will actually help people to get to start experiencing deeper orgasms and and um, mm. um, this is where i would like you know to bring some attention to the listeners that um, ladies if you are in uh, western australia near australia please do reach out to freya um and just as i have a have a, <laughs> have a curious conversation there's nothing wrong with that i consider myself lucky that i actually managed to get to this path uh, being able to come into these modalities and experience although originally i come from india so you can imagine how much conservatism culture i grew up in right we can we are we are we are a country although we gave kama sutra to the world but we are also a country where talking about sex or kissing all those things are completely condemned in our society so i i had my own sort of challenges but but at the end of the day i'm so happy that this is where it led me led that i am here uh, having experiences so this is what i would say to to all the ladies that these modalities really have a very deep and transformative impact so please do reach out to women who are working in this field likewise for men as well that unfortunately as um there is a little bit of what we say a negative connotation you know that as a as a boys when we are growing up we are fed uh, our sexuality references through porn and they have a very negative impact um so we have a lot more unwiring to do which means we have a lot more hard work to do mm. when we grow up together as a man uh, and if you're not getting this sexual satisfaction in your relationship or if you are struggling to be able to experience or prolong your ejaculation etc then i would definitely recommend body work to men as well mm yeah 100% So tell me one thing given that these modalities are one to one session where we are actually spending time in person uh, but considering the current circumstances of covid etc where a lot of focus is moving on online where we can't really meet in person how can people still take benefit of these what can you offer to them yeah well i also offer online coaching so i and I also just put out a lot of content, a lot of inf- information and educational content on my Instagram account and I've got a YouTube channel where there's videos about how to do self yoni mapping and self yoni dearmoring with a wand and how to recognize when you might have a trauma response happening in your body if you're doing yoni work and there's a lot of um content that I pop up there so that people can do this work themselves at home and you know on my blog lots of lots of articles 
people. So always putting out a lot of uh, free content. And then I also have a couple of online trainings that um, are pre-recorded and people can just buy and watch and do at home. And I suppose my favourite way to keep offering this work, you know, when I can't see someone in person or if it's someone overseas is through my coaching packages. And I've got one for men and one for women. The one for women is called Queen Out and the one for men is called Stud in the Sack. And they're both three months long. I jump on um, regular Zoom calls and coach people as they go through their, you know, real life and we chat about their unique situation and I'll give them different tools and resources and practices to do at home um, and also like a huge amount of, I guess, you know, the sex education that no one had that we all really need. I'm sort of offering that through the coaching as well. So I love working with people one-on-one through the online coaching And obviously I can't do the physical body work, but I can coach them and educate them how to do do that at home themselves as well. Could you also tell your website? I know um, I'll be sharing this later, but if you could also spell out your website. So it's freyagraf.com. So F-R-E-Y-A-G-R-A-F.com. And my Instagram is also um, freya underscore graph underscore YMT for yoni mapping therapy. Um, And also I can, um, I'm going to pop it in the show notes, but I'll give you a discount for listeners so that if they did want to jump on board with the online coaching um, or trainings, then yeah, they can have a little discount code and we'll pop a link in Perfect. Um, yeah, so dear listeners, please do um, check out the website. I would say one of the best ways to think about or deciding taking a decision is that they often say that what we know is what we know, but what we don't know is we don't know. And the only way to find out what we don't know is by actually going there, by being willing to inquire. You know, there are experts like us and many other who exist in this world. And there is a reason why we are doing this work. Just know that sex is something that's very it's part of us. We all were created through sexuality and the orgasms potential that we can actually feel and bring and the, the transformation in the form of joy and bliss and pleasure, especially for women that can happen is way too much. It's like way, it's like, it's like an ocean. It's like not ending. So um, do check out the website, do check out the courses um, and, and, and drop a message. People who are doing this work, they, um, they, We'll be there to support and love. So take the first step and um, and everything is confidential. So yeah, let's get more of those orgasms and sex so that we can be more happy. We don't have to take <laughs> those medicines and, you know, all those depressions and mental uh, health, et cetera. It, all those are, are, some of the consequences are because we're not connected with our genitals. We're not connected with that deep, powerful, creative sexual energy. So just allow yourself that it's possible. Definitely. <laughs> you mentioned um, you had experienced negative beliefs. You had negative beliefs, and when you started doing this work, you had a bit of a like an experiences of trauma. Could you share a little bit about in terms of how this work has helped you as a person um, in terms of your relationship? How this has changed uh, in that regard? Yeah, I just it's it's I guess it's been a process and there was nothing there's no quick fix or you know magic bullet it wasn't an overnight transformation but being involved with this work and learning all of the stuff that I now know about sexuality and about how women's bodies work and arousal processes it just helped me start to release some of those attitudes and beliefs 
basically through immersion in like the opposite. So I guess, you know, growing up in a pretty sex negative culture with a lot of yucky messaging, um, that ingrained a lot of beliefs in me that weren't really challenged by any sex positivity until I started doing this work. And then I was around more people who were sex positive and body positive and around, you know, having conversations more regularly that were sort of discussing sex and bodies in a really positive light and a really empowering light. And the more people and conversations on that side of things that I was exposed to, um, the more it just started dismantling and releasing some of that shame and some of the guilt and some of the stigma that I had basically internalised. And I, I often say that to clients, like, yes, you've got this internalised shame and it's come from a bunch of different sources. It might be your conditioning, it might be your upbringing, uh, your religion, it might have been the media, it might have been an experience or experiences you had when you're younger. All of that has contributed to you having these negative beliefs or this shame that is now internalised and impacting you. But the, the thing that you can do to start dismantling that and taking the power away from all of that, you know, negativity and shame is just have more conversations with more sex positive people, normalise talking about this stuff, start, start putting things into your brain that are going to, I guess, bolster the positive unashamed side of things so if you can follow Instagram accounts or read blog posts or watch you know media that is really feminist and sex positive and body positive and unashamed about sex and bodies and gather people around you go to workshops go to festivals like do as much stuff as you can to put into your brain positive belief systems around sex and that will just slowly start to like level the playing field a bit and take away some of the power that those negative beliefs have over you and the the longer you're in that world and the longer you're you know exposing yourself to sex positive content and people and conversations the more that just starts to chip away at those negative beliefs and the shame that's internalized and it will start to just slowly make you feel more comfortable and more empowered and more sex positive in your own beliefs without even really realizing it. It just gradually shifts, you know, it slowly shifts your attitudes and, and subconsciously you're sending the message that no, it's not this thing that's dirty and embarrassing and to be ashamed of and to, you know, not talk about it's sending positive messages that you're worthy of pleasure and it's not dirty and you're not, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed to be a sexual being who's sexually expressive and your body is something to be relished and appreciated and your sexual energy is something to be proud of and nurtured. So I think it was like just being in that world with people educating on this, having conversations, learning, talking to other people and realising that, everything I was experiencing is actually totally okay and totally normal, that just slowly shifted the needle. And eventually one day I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't look in the mirror and have this yucky thought about my body or I totally just had this really rewarding sexual experience and I was able to make 
a whole lot of sound and express my pleasure. And I felt comfortable doing that in front of someone else. And, oh, my God, look at me go. I'm (laughs) self-pleasuring regularly without, you know, feeling like a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it just changed me over time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it also has a very, um, a very positive impact on the relationship as well. Like as a, as a man, um, when in that sort of a gender aspect, when we men get sex from our partner, we are like the one of the most happiest being, we are one of the most happiest living org- organisms on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the frustration happens. Yeah. And, you know, there's otherwise a big frustration. It's like, I'm doing everything for her. Or like I, whatever, like whether it's going out on a romantic date, you know, taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, sorting all these things out. And I'm even like doing my best to pleasure her, but there is still like, she's not feeling happy. Uh, and, and that's what basically agitates men. So know that if, that there is in sexuality especially if, uh, in a relationship it's it's a 50 50 and if if a per, if your partner is doing a lot and there are still some places where you're not feeling uh comfortable or there are still some places where you're feeling numb or you're, you're not getting the pleasure then it means there is something in the body which is stopping that and that's where these body work modalities can make a big big shift because Generally, thinking this way that your partner, they might not have those kind of experiences that plays out. You know, they would know what to do in a dating, in a, from a dating perspective. They would know how to maybe help out in a day-to-day relationship perspective. But when it comes to understanding a female, especially the female body, it's a very foreign body to, to a man. Like if I speak about myself, before I started this journey, I viewed women's sexuality and their orgasm from my standpoint of view, which is why there was a lot of conflict in, in a relationship over a period of time because she wasn't getting what made her feel empowered sexually yes we, we might be having a good sex but then it's not on a continuous basis and one of the things i didn't knew at that time as a man i thought like oh you know my sex is good i, I know everything but the reality is mm-hmm. that after the first honeymoon phase of first two three weeks or three months then sex eventually begins to die out in a relationship and that's simply because we men do not have that understanding and it's important that we go we learn we go to workshops we go training Um, as you mentioned also it's very important for women as well to connect with their own body to connect with their own genitals there are so many different spots you know there's a g-spot there's of course clitoris there's an a-spot there's a cervical orgasms which which are so grounding Mm -hmm so deep so healings you know it's like the more deeper you go in experiencing those orgasms from the genitals the more beneficial they would be for the body and the mind and the spirit so that's what basically i want to say here that it's very very important to to have the yeah, learning to yeah. have the training to do the workshops whether as a single or a couple um, both as um, i would say to do this actually as a single and also if you're in a relationship as a couple together is very, very important. That's definitely something that I found really beneficial about the work doing it for myself was because it gave me the knowledge about my own body and the experience with my own body to actually go and tell a partner and actually say, hey, I just learned all of this cool stuff or I know this stuff about my body now and tell him and educate him and guide him and give him direction and feedback. And if you know what your own body, how it works and what you like and understand how your arousal works, then that's a huge gift that you can give to a partner, showing them the way and, and teaching them about your body because 
Otherwise, it's just the blind leading the blind out there and no one knows what they're fucking doing. No one knows what they don't know. They don't know. So, yeah, that is something powerful. Yeah, it's like women saying, you are the man, you know everything, you figure it out and you help and please me, right? (laughs) But we we men. Mm, Yeah, not helpful. Yeah, we might might be lucky. We might be lucky if we just manage to know about our own body a little bit to know what, how what pleases it, but know that <laughs> that's not what's gonna please her. So it's a different women. Uh, yes, women are human beings as well, just like men, but they're different species. You know, in a, in a way, they have a different body, they different anatomy, and yes, there can be there. Yeah. After after a while, when both men and women have experienced good amount of bodywork sessions, and of course there could be similar modalities as well, but once they've gone through the deeper parts of their journey, yes, then everything becomes more aligned because men are more connected to their emotions. They're more sensitive. Likewise, women are more connected. And then the experiences tend to kind of uh, come together. But one of the important points that you really touched when you were speaking about um, your transformation journey is that this sexual path is it's not going to change overnight. I wouldn't say that we should go with the assumption that, oh, you're just going to have a quick fix if that's not how it actually works. So um, allow mm-hmm. yourself time, see where you're at, take the first step and and then just let it work through with it. What's important is, is discipline, is commitment that you put yourself for it and then just let the whole path unfold for you. So that's very, very important to keep in mind. Mm, yeah. Um, you mentioned about your courses. They're for both singles and couples. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, like you were saying, it's really, really beneficial to do the work, whether you're single or whether you're in a couple. And usually when I'm working with couples, I will still say it is so important that you go and do your own work separately with this and you get a really solid self-pleasuring practice going on so that you learn your own body and you can, it's very beneficial to do the work solo, um, even if you're in a relationship. Uh, And so I love working with singles and I'll often say to couples as well, like I can work with you together and these trainings are great, but there's always an element of self-work that you've got to do. I've got the online trainings. There's like one for men, one for women, but in the trainings I'll say, hey, like it's a great idea to watch this yourself and then get your partner in here and get them to watch it and then use that as a catalyst to open up a dialogue and have conversations around the stuff that I'm teaching and you know because I'm I can teach stuff that's that's generally applicable to most men or most women but then everyone's so different and unique especially like when it comes to women's pleasure anatomy that it's always important to talk to your actual partner about what how they relate to what I'm teaching and whether it's true for them and whether some of it's true but actually they prefer this and they're different in this way and yeah not take it as gospel yes absolutely um what are a couple of tips that you can share in terms of how women can actually go about you know mapping their journey or mapping their body like what are a couple of tips that you can share uh I guess I like to start with like really foundational stuff so people often want the te- the technique and the tips and they want to know how to do something and I just go hang on we're just going to rewind and, and take a couple of steps back and start with some information that you need to know before you even touch your yoni what the, the partner would need to know and that that stuff is always around female arousal processes and how our arousal works and I think you kind of referred to this or alluded to this a bit earlier but basically before someone should even bother trying to do a a self-yoni massage it's important for them to know that 
a feminine sexual energy and a female body needs to be approached from the outside inwards. So starting with the extremities and the non-erogenous zones and doing a bit of full body touch and sort of honouring your entire body, helping the body drop into the parasympathetic nervous system. For, for penetration to feel pleasurable and for internal orgasm inside the vagina to actually be possible, the erectile tissue inside the yoni needs to be engorged. And for that engorgement to happen, you need to be so relaxed and calm and feel so safe and in the parasympathetic nervous system to allow that circulation and that blood flow to the pelvic bowl. And so I'm always saying like, you've just got to you've just got to slow down because we're very wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, very masculine and and quite yang approach often because culturally um, and through the media and everything, we've got this male or masculine as default model of sexuality that everyone's going off because no one knows any better. And so often even women will start to self-pleasure or do their own yoni work in a really masculine way, which means they're not taking enough time for their bodies. They're not allowing their arousal processes to actually cascade in a natural, easeful way. And they're going straight for the genitals. So I just I just really want to emphasize that if you want to feel the maximum amount of pleasure and connection and I suppose like really nourishing, fulfilling and satiating sexual energy whether it's with a partner or whether it's with yourself it's important to never just go straight for the pussy never just go straight for the genitals start massaging or start you know penetrating or whatever it's really important to honor the whole body first to do a bit of breast massage to stimulate the nipples and connect with the heart space to do some external vulva massage just outside the yoni and then penetration is absolutely last you know because that's given the body time to drop into the parasympathetic nervous system it's allowing that arousal cascade to happen where the blood flow rushes into the pelvic bowl because you're so relaxed and your your blood vessels are dilated and then the engorgement of the erectile tissue means that all of those nerve endings in those erogenous zones like the a spot and the g spot they will get all of this fresh blood and oxygen with the erectile tissue and that will mean that you feel a lot of pleasure and you can have an orgasm so if you make sure that penetration comes last and only once you've got a bit of arousal and engorgement happening then you're going to have a much more rewarding experience and so a really practical way to do this is just you know having a little dance or a meditate or having a bath, doing something relaxing first to get you out of the head and into the body and then doing a little bit of like rubbing oil on your whole body, doing a bit of breast massage, then maybe using the clitoris as a way to start activating the sexual energy and getting a bit of arousal and pleasure happening in the body and then going internally and starting to do the internal massage but only after you've sort of warmed up the body in this gradual progression and honoured the whole body in the way that the feminine likes to be approached. So, yeah, that's a long-winded answer, but basically I always start there with a bit of education around how feminine energy works and arousal works in a female body because otherwise it's pretty useless me giving them tools or techniques on how to do a yoni massage if they haven't got that, that foundation in place. 
Yes, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing these tips. I mean, it's very, very important. We do live in an environment where it's always fast, fast, running nine to six, um, just running around. And we don't really allow ourselves the time that our body needs to become aroused. And I, as as, as you mm. said, women are always aiming for penetration. But instead, we what women need to realize that this is not a Formula One F race, you know, where you just need to go from speed zero to 120 in one go in one second. It's about having a full course meal. It's about working on every single aspect of her body before even going to the desert, the genital area. Um, you mentioned about erogenous zone. It's so interesting because uh, currently I'm actually working on my next episode, uh, which is going to be on uh, erogenous zones. So our bodies, both male and female, have so many different points and different places where we can feel so much arousal where we can feel orgasms before even talking about genitals of course genitals is is, a, is one of the main places but there are so many different areas that that exist and it's important that we whether as a single or in a relationship that we allow ourselves you know to become curious about this body that you see in front or about or about our own body that where are these pleasures just out of curiosity and then see what will emerge from it um so thank you so much your, your tips are absolutely it's very very critical it's very important and also because if you want to have sex uh you know if you want to enjoy the sexual the sexual intimacy with a partner over a longer period of time it's important that we familiarize with these aspects because it's not always that mm. a woman would want to have a penetration you know it's not always that we men would mm. be always willing to you know wanting to have our erection and there are so many different ways to feel mm. orgasmic by experiencing these connections in different places that exist so yeah so thank you so much for sharing um so tell me what's your next upcoming projects i mean you've got these online courses really good certified trainings uh, what's next for you uh, I'm actually really wanting to start my own podcast. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what form that will take, uh, but that's in the works. I'm sort of gearing towards that at the moment. And I'm also going to be creating a bigger more in-depth online course um, for men. So the courses I've got online at the moment are like, you know, an hour to two-hour mini trainings um, and I cover a lot of stuff in them, but I just felt like, oh, my God, I want to go so much deeper and I want to do more, yeah, more, I guess, oh, I just wanted to go deeper and give more information and education but then also pair it with lots of practical take-home things that people can do and space out the workshop over a few months. So I'm going to be working on an online training that's, yeah, spanning over a few months and is a bit more comprehensive for men, which is exciting because I feel like I'm teaching women these like commonly teaching women all of this stuff around their bodies all the time and every single person just goes oh I wish that I, I wish my partner could hear this or I wish guys would know about this stuff and so I just figured oh well I'll just teach all of the same stuff I teach to women but I'll teach it to men like heterosexual men and turn them into like the best lovers they can possibly be just through giving them all this information about women's bodies and how we work yeah so that's exciting I'm gonna start creating that course soon Oh, wow, that definitely seems very exciting because uh, as a man, I mean, you know, we are we are generally always willing to do things for our partner. We're always willing to go to greater lengths to to have her feel happy and enjoy life with us. But um, the there, of course, as a man, we have two challenges. First is we're not willing to 
to go to trainings and workshops as much as women would so that's something um, mm. i would invite all men to really start considering that there is no harm and it's only for your own benefit for your own self and for your for your relationship because think about this that if a woman is if your partner is going to all these trainings and workshops she's going to be upping her game she's going to be evolving mm. a lot and if you're not evolving with that pace then it's going to start creating a mismatch or imbalance mm-hmm. in a relationship so it's very very important that as a man we also start taking our game to the next level so that in a relationship then that that play that we have with our partner becomes very interesting you know if you are if you're going let's say a boxing match or any kind of game sports tennis match if you are a good competitor that the whole play becomes amazing and interesting to to play with the with with right but if your partner isn't that great competitor then after a while you feel like oh, you don't really, i don't really enjoy that much so it's important that we our first challenge is to work through our own story our own belief that we the belief that we men has that oh i don't need any education it's like no let me go and find out what's there for me how it can help because there's nothing wrong <laughs> in going and finding out and second is then going to the right places the right right sources to be able to get that education and porn is definitely not one of them <laughs> mm, no <laughs> no way <laughs> wow thank you so much for sharing so much about um these um very intimate uh and important and also very rewarding stuff so just before we we finish off first of all how can people contact you yeah okay. i suppose um either the website or instagram i'm pretty active on instagram and it's quick and easy to just shoot a message through on there but otherwise you can go to my website and email me from there as well yeah do, do check out our instagram it's really like I, i love it's so fun and full of like different different uh information and also your pictures they're just so funny <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> Uh, nice um and before we finish off um just the five rapid fire questions um are you ready for it all right hit me <laughs> um okay the first one if your orgasm was to be a fruit which one would it be <laughs> oh god i don't know uh whoa. let's go with a dragon fruit a dragon fruit what that's a fun fruit <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It's just an answer off the top of my head and I think dragon fruits are pretty funky. They've got a really crazy outer. Yeah, they're just they're just funky fruits. I've right, never okay. thought of my orgasm okay. as a fruit, so, you know. <laughs> um if you want do if you want doing what you're doing currently, what what else would you be doing? I reckon something to do with so I've done a lot of work in hospital and cooking and a lot of work in childcare and I also did a bit of yoga teaching and played in lots of bands and did a lot of dancing and singing so it would probably be one involving one of those things or I would love to do comedy <laughs> comedy <laughs> um what's your favorite yeah. ho- favorite holiday destination I really loved Sri Lanka absolutely loved Sri Lanka Okay, okay. And um, what's your favorite sexual position? I like being on top. I've got full control and I can kind of angle myself and go at the right speed and depth and it's basically like my favorite way to access the most amount of pleasure for my body. And the favorite orgasmic sound? Mm. Do I have to make it? <laughs> Yeah, you have to make it right now. 
<laughs> oh my god uh i don't think i can it wouldn't be authentic sorry okay. Okay. no worries and um, thank you so much so that was uh, four out of five <laughs> no i think it's okay it's, it's it's all fun and play good um so thank you for 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 ta- taking your time out um for sharing about your um life experiences for giving us so much amazing tips um yeah it's such a great work um i really appreciate what you're doing we haven't met in person and i hope that we do get to see sometime in future i wish you all the best with your projects <laughs> um i will share the links relating to the training etc thank you for being on the show yeah my pleasure thanks for having me hello dear listeners i hope you enjoyed the show for more shows visit podcast the orgasm coach or michaelcharming.com If you like the show I would be so grateful if you can leave some stars and recommend it to your friends or to someone whom you think this show will benefit. Let us know what you think. Which topic would you like to hear in future or give us your feedback by dropping us an email at coach@michaelcharming.com. Do connect us connect with us on Instagram at mc.theorgasmcoach and just a reminder if you are interested in learning how to have more orgasms then do check out my book Amplify Your Orgasm. If you're interested in politics and want to have political conversations with friends, family, or strangers without conflicts, then do check out my book on politics. What's your fucking opinion? Visit the book page on my website for more information. Do check out the courses on the website michaelcharming.com. Most importantly, if you have any questions or for any confidential conversation, please do reach out to us. We are here to help. Let's work together in embracing our sexuality rather than shying away, dismissing or disconnecting from it. That's all for me for now. I'm your host Michael Charming and you are listening to The Orgasm Coach. See you again soon in the next show with another expert on another interesting topic. Until then, take care with lots of love and remember, together we can and we are making a difference. Orgasms are fun. We should be having more and not less. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.